Welcome to this episode of UMBC's Miked Up Podcast. My name is Denise Cardona from the Office of Professional Programs here at UMBC. Today, we are joined by a current student in our graduate program for engineering management. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the UMBC Miked Up Podcast. It is fantastic to have you with us today. Thank you, Dennis, for having me. Indeed, I'm grateful as well as humble that you provided me this opportunity to be here at this podcast. I guess I have watched almost more than 20 episodes of you wow. with a lot of students as well as professors. So it's been a dream to be here and uh, I'm glad that you choose me from engineering management department to discuss more about my journey and other things about engineering management as well. Absolutely. I love being able to talk with you about engineering management for so many reasons, but one specifically is I don't think that we've really done too much with engineering management on this podcast. And so there are going to be viewers, uh, if they're watching on YouTube or listeners who are interested in this field and maybe aren't sure if this is the field for them. So I really, what I'd love to do is just dive into your experience at UMBC and what the program has been like for you. I understand you are a current student in the engineering management graduate program here at UMBC. And I think also a specialty in project management. Is that correct? Yes. So I guess, Dennis, you had a lot of questions. I will break down this into first the why, why engineering management. And the second thing I will be focusing on who should choose engineering management. And the third thing, what are the prospects for engineering management? Starting from the why. So with the amount of innovation that is happening across the globe in engineering domain and the amount of people who are graduating from engineering degrees, you will see the results that according to AM, according to PMI, 70% of the projects fail. And the reason is bad management, or you can say poor management. So there comes the power of an engineering manager, how to structure and organize the power, or I can say the uh, strength, which the engineers bring to the table in a successful project that actually impact human lives. So this is the reason why engineering managers are required and why engineering management is important. Now, the second part is who should choose engineering management? I will say the students, or you can say aspiring engineering managers who want to bring a better impact to the human lives uh, by implementing the engineering projects they have done in their past to the people are the ones who are who should choose engineering management and when i say that how the background should look like for a for a person who wants to be engineering manager i guess if you have spent around 2 to 3 years in engineering domain with after your undergraduation i guess this is the right program to be in and understand more about engineering management and how to actually execute those projects and launch great products to improve the customer experience that is something which you can learn here at the graduate programs in the united states and at umbc as well and now i'm just focusing on why umbc why choosing engineering management at umbc so umbc provides a, a variety of pathways to students specifically in engineering management if you want to leverage your engineering domain if you want to leverage the management aspect from engineering domain in cybersecurity there is a pathway in cybersecurity there is a pathway in data science there are there is a pathway in project management if you are coming from uh, biology background or if you are coming from healthcare background 
rapid pathway as well with the amount of variety it shows that how you can leverage the strengths which you are bringing from your engineering domain and how you could be a, a better engineering manager in future so these are this is the coursework of umbc and i love it Ooh, wow, what a great summary that is. That was one of the best summaries I've heard of any of our programs. It just like you should be going to our information sessions and, and helping with that because it's just uh that was a really great recap of what the what the engineering management program is and who it's for and what people can do with the information that they learn from it and how they can apply it in the real world. Now that we've had that really great summary, what was it about the engineering management program that first piqued your attention? In other words, what were you doing before it and why did you apply? Nice. I guess I spent almost one year thinking about it so it is going to be a, a crazy reply but i have been working before starting my graduation with philips i worked there for 6 years in multiple engineering domains i worked in field i worked in uh, quality department i worked with global and diverse teams specifically in healthcare domain before that i completed my undergrad in electronics and communication engineering so having spent that 6 years of my crucial time of my life in engineering i understood the power of engineers but i also understood the awareness which is required from the management perspective to leverage the strength of those engineers to the real world what happens is that that engineers usually follow problem solving approach there is nothing bad in uh, following problem solve, solving approach but what they do is that you give them a problem and they will provide you a solution but that is not the right way when you think from a management perspective you should follow a physician's approach now how physician's approach is different so physician's approach is like understanding the problem and looking for the best solution that could actually provide a best customer experience so uh, you just don't provide a solution you provide the best and most relevant solution to the customer so there is there comes the power of iteration there comes the power of ab testing there comes the power of design thinking which you learn in management programs so this is something which i was looking forward to having as i mentioned that i worked in, uh, in engineering uh, domain for 6 years i understood that this is something which i am lacking and this is something which i should learn as soon as possible in my life if you learn early you execute early and you grow early so this is my mantra to success and this is the reason why i decided after working for 6 years to pursue my masters and be one of the leaders for myself if not for the community <laughs> at least you should have a good self respect and you should value that this is one way of thinking which i cherish so yeah this is it Yeah, so that mantra, that's a wonderful mantra for anybody to adopt because it just it speaks to the validity of what we do in our lives and how we can make the world a better place through our actions. And I love the analogy that you gave about the physician because as an instructional designer because that's what I I got my masters in, we're always taught something similar in terms of being solutions oriented but going a step beyond that and going for that root cause so that we can find the root cause of certain issues 
so that then those solutions that we provide can actually take care of the root cause as well. And a lot of times, if we're using the analogy of medicine, if you have a, I don't know, if you have a sore throat, mm -hmm. instead of just taking throat lozenges, let's figure out why you have a sore throat. Is it allergies? Do you have asthma? Have you come into contact with somebody who has a cold? Just trying to drill down what the root cause is of that so that then the solution we apply is not just a Band-Aid, but it's an actual solution that in the long term could solve some major issues. Also, it uh, empowers first-time right approach. Whenever you are executing the solutions by uh, following this design thinking approach and uh, the physician's approach, which I specifically mentioned, uh, when you provide a solution, it is like first-time right. So you will never see that problem again. So this is the power which engineering managers can provide to the organization or to the community and to this uh, beautiful world. So yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. And so in learning that, have you had the chance to apply that in the real world? In other words, if you have, has it worked? Is it an ideal thing or does it really truly work being able to have that first approach and it really does work? Indeed, it works. Uh, I would like to share one of the examples of my class projects where we were uh, thinking of building one mobile application to cater the needs of airport travelers. What we are trying to understand is that, that what is the problem which airport travelers faces while at the airport? There are multiple problems. There are navigation, baggage. You have problems related to communicating and with the immigration officers, check-in gates because of language issues. And then you don't understand the immigration policies. You don't understand, okay, this is the way uh, I should uh, get a rental car or maybe transit bus. I was like, okay, there are so many problems. But there is only one problem when, when we say Pareto, uh, when we do data analysis by using methods like Pareto. We, we say that it's an 80-20 rule. 20% of the problems are the causes of the 80% of the, uh, like what we are looking for. So what happens is that then after researching and we understood, okay, the major problem is navigation. All other problems are important, but the major problem is navigation. One you, once you are able to navigate across the airports in the right manner and you are able to reach out to the relevant counters or relevant people, you will be able to get the solution instantly. So this is how uh, you actually follow this uh, physician approach and uh, provide the right solution to the customer on the first hand. Yeah. And that just also speaks to the nature of being in engineering management. You're, it's almost like a strategic overview. You're strategically viewing the problem from a lens that you're able to step back and, and look at the big picture as a manager and to be able to then instruct other engineers on how to actually implement the solution. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Yeah, this is the right way, I think. And it varies from organization to organization, domain to domain. Sometimes you have to follow different approaches. There are a lot of tools as well as you can say way of working available, as I mentioned about Pareto. But uh, one thing which I can assure is that follow data-driven approaches. Nowadays, everything is driven by data. So if you are driving your thoughts uh, through data, then I am sure that you will be able to reach to the solution which you want to provide in the most 
early as well as most precise way to the customers. Yeah, it's so smart to look at data. Data doesn't lie, it's there. And data really, it can be interpreted many different ways, right? But it, it, it tells a story. Data, if you really analyze it and you really look at the story model of it, it can tell you a story and can tell you what's happening. I see that with what my role is at UMBC. One of my roles is social media manager and looking at the data, looking at the analytics of who's coming to our blog, who's coming to our, who's interacting, how are they engaging, what's getting the most leverage. It informs thinking of, well, where should we be spending our resources? Should we be bothering with this platform over this platform? And the only way to get true real answers on anything, whether it be a, an engineering project or a data management of social media, it's all the same thing. You have to look at what the story is telling you to be able to make those informed decisions and to be able to provide the right solutions and find the problems and find the right solutions for them. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Now, can you tell me a little bit about, so in the program, you're going to have, you have fellow students. What is it like working with your fellow students? Is there a lot of engagement? Do you, is there some encouragement, like a spirit of collaboration? Because I know a lot of people who are going to be listening to this or considering this pathway in their career, maybe they want to be able to learn from people, professionals who are working out in the field and bringing that kind of value and those insights into the classroom. Can you speak a little bit about what that looks like? So if I talk about the classroom, I will say that the classroom is uh, pretty diversified. If I talk from the international student perspective, they are uh, students from multiple international backgrounds. So that only that not only provides the diverse opinions in the class, but also empowers great debates to write thought processes or um, mindset change which is required to be an engineering manager. Engineering management is not about providing solution, providing this thing, providing or building a product. It's all about driving the mindset change. To drive that mindset change, it is very important to empower the people and to empower people, it is very important to have great peers. <laughs> so this is something which I have really cherished at UMBC and more importantly as we mentioned that UMBC is a community of inquiring minds so a lot of students come with a thought process of why why this is happening I'm I don't agree with you because this is not answering the why of the problem this type of conversations which we have in our class this is something which I have cherished and I have learned a lot with all my peers not only from the professors but also from the peers and this is a journey where I want to be in like after working for six years and most of the students uh, who are right now pursuing masters in engineering management bring not only a diversity from their cultural perspective but also from their educational background they are coming from cyber security they are coming coming from computer science they are coming from healthcare they are coming from construction management this is something which i have loved and uh, i will encourage students to take the advantage of this kind of community and diversity which we have sounds like a rich learning environment for sure absolutely to me peer to peer engagement that's where I would say 50% of my knowledge in the area that I studied came from is learning, maybe even more than that, actually, learning from each other because we all bring a diverse set of ideas and experiences to our studies. And when you can talk through those experiences, 
and learn from them together, you're going to take you're going to take from that different things that if you didn't have those opinions and those debates, those experiences of other people, how would you ever learn some of the things that you're learning? Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, about yeah. So that's the perspective you get from uh, your peers. This is the reason why I say that diversity is very important because the perspective which they are going to bring to the table, you will never even think of it and or you can say like that you will never even dreamt of it <laughs> so, absolutely so far what has been your favorite course and why what did you gain from it so my favorite course was product development from professor stephen falk who is an adjunct faculty and is also a chief engineer at general electric so there we learned how to build product how to follow that product life cycle and finally bring a product that actually serves the customer needs because uh, what is very important in this management aspect is that you don't serve uh, any particular team you serve the customer so when you serve the customer is never happy and customer is always right <laughs> so uh, this is something which uh, i learned and we actually build one one product throughout the cycle throughout the uh, coursework so the most important part or the most important thing which i loved about this course is building the product under the mentorship of the uh, professor who has built several products in the industry serving people lives in a different way having a mentor like that who uh, not only stands with you when you are uh, in trouble when you are not able to think okay what should be the right way of uh, right right way to go ahead so this was the best part not only we build the product so recently i pitched the same pro project idea in CBIC competition and I won the competition. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Not only I won the competition, I enrolled with the enrolled with the entrepreneurship department and now we are actually building that product into real life. So I'm not sure how far I will go, but this is the power of uh, having right mentors. When you think of something, you build on that and finally it like it becomes a reality for people to actually uh, gain the uh, value from it. So this is something which I have loved. And this is the reason why I say that uh, product development class from Stephen Falk, if you are enrolling for engineering management, go for it. Other professors are really good, but uh, this was one of my uh, um, expertise or the, I, I can say my area of interest. I want to be a product manager in future. So that's why I was looking forward uh, to his class. And he also comes from the healthcare background. I was also from the healthcare background. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So what is, can you talk a little bit about that product that you, or is it on the like hush right now until it's out there? <laughs> I mentioned about uh, navigating across the airports initially in the podcast. We are actually trying to solve the need of the customers related to uh, that particular airport navigation experience through a mobile application. So I will not talk too much about the product because uh, it will be like you have not actually built it. We are in the process of building it. We have developed a rough idea. Okay, this is how it should look like. And uh, we are in the process of building that mobile application. And maybe in future, if everything goes right, then we will be launching the product for the customers who actually want to improve the customer, the airport experience while traveling at the airports. So uh, being an international student who has traveled a lot uh, through the airports, it is 
really difficult to navigate across the airports and when you are coming from a different country i will say it, it is like a no one should face it <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so exciting. And I'm so happy for you. And I completely understand because I've traveled to Colombia, South America, um, and it was so confusing. When I first got there, I didn't know where customs was, what to do, where to go, how to do it, how to proceed. It was so hard because I'm an English speaking person in a Spanish speaking country, and it was just really difficult. So I just think that sounds like it could be an amazing very successful product one day. So I can't wait to keep up on that and look at your LinkedIn to see what's going on with that one day down the road. <laughs> That'll be a great success story. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I'm not sure uh, when this will happen, but yes, I'm on it. Working on a lot of things, working on this as well. Let's that's, see. That's fantastic. Keep fingers crossed. <laughs> so my next question was, what has been your biggest takeaway so far from UMBC? So that sounds like a pretty big takeaway, but were there any other takeaways so far? So the most important takeaway till now was understanding the power of why. It is not important to ask very complex questions. It is not important to ask, okay, this is something you are building. I want this detail. I want this detail. I want this detail. Sometimes it is just required to ask a simple question. Why are we doing this? And being a community of inquiring minds, I mentioned earlier as well, there are students who focus a lot on why are we doing this? Why are we building it? What type of value are we going to provide to the customer if we are building this? I have seen a podcast from the previous uh, founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, if I remember correctly. So while building products, he was like, whenever he is in the meetings, he don't ask very complex questions. He just asks very basic, simple questions. Okay, if we are launching this feature, what type of value are we going to provide to the user? It's as simple as that. I know that you are building this uh, feature since last three years and there are uh, 100 engineers who are working on it and they have uh, developed a really great uh, feature for the users but when he was in the uh, final discussion meeting he just asked the simple question and uh, unfortunately the then pro uh, product manager who is also one of the renowned product manager ma manager in the whole industry is i don't have any answer so, uh, <laughs> so this is the power of why this is one of the very important lessons which i uh, learned from my classes with professor toby gawker who is who is taking the classes for management leadership and communication he always encouraged us to understand the why and understand what will be the value you are going to provide it is not only just uh, okay you understood the why this is uh, the reason why i want to build it but once you build it what is your strategy? How you want to pitch this to the future? Because with the amount of pace, the world is growing. And with the amount of pace, the world is, I will say, leapfrogging <laughs> because of AI. is like <laughs> you have to think a lot in advance. Okay, if I'm building this, I know the why, but what type of value it is going to provide to the customers, to the users? Yeah, so. it's really important. The question of why, and that is applicable to anyone who does anything in the world. Why? A teacher can ask why. A policeman can ask why. It's applicable across the 
board in all in all facets of our life with our personal relationships with our endeavors it's really important to say why why are we doing this why am i doing this what value is this going to bring the world that's smart yeah i really like that <laughs> can you think of anything else to add that you believe prospective students would or, and should want to know now i think I have talked a lot about engineering management, but now I would like to share some thoughts about the experience of international students in the United States. <laughs> if you are a prospective student and watching this podcast, one thing I will recommend you is that be well prepared, research more about the courses and research more about the professors because it is not the university course which is going to uh, add value. It is going to be the professor who is going to add the value so uh, research more about the professors and uh, if you have questions please always ask for it i i always say that if you have any questions just raise your hand and speak up that is very simple way don't hesitate you think that it might be a silly question but sometimes such kind of silly questions has uh, changed the world if you talk about facebook google those were some of the silly ideas uh, when they all started but now they have revolutionized the world so i can say understand more about the professors understand more about the course and the second thing is be well prepared with your resumes be well prepared with accommodation and other kind of facilities you are looking forward to research more connect with a student community at uh, umbc we have a student community for indian students for bangladesh students for uh, students coming from other different communities leverage the power uh, of the communities over here connect with them uh, connect on linkedin try emailing them so this might be going to help you a lot the ieeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
Thanks for listening to this episode of UMBC's Mic'd Up Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to learn more about our offerings, do a search for Engineering Management Graduate Program at UMBC or simply click the link in the description.